goodest of good days once more, and at the risk of plunging into an inescapable abyss of cliché within seconds of this insanely popular podcast's much-anticipated renaissance, I trust you'll allow Arkham and I to wish one and all the happiest of Happy New Years. Well, anything's possible, I suppose. Having deftly brushed all that to one side, let us get down to business. This is, but of course, the resumption of Discontent Provider, a weekly agonising reappraisal of things, stuff, doings and, oh, let's go for the youth market, shizzle, as seen through the three increasingly roomy eyes of a half-blind anti-folk harp god and the world's greatest lurcher. I'm the Silver Fox, Arkham's the Black and White Dog, and, well, that's about it. If I've left out any essentials, I'm sure you'll piece them together as we go. For fuck's sake, it's a podcast, not quantum physics. Have a little faith in yourselves, eh, what? Right, Christmas trees and compassion, two gorgeous adornments that tend to wind up looking a bit threadbare after a week or so, have been chucked back into the nation's spiritual attic. Normality and nastiness have swept regally back into their twin thrones, and the not notably United Kingdom is itself once more. We... Well, and the rest of the world, obviously, there's been no weird temporal anomalies to my knowledge, have entered a new year, and, as is customary, many people are making frightfully worthy resolutions. Of course, by now, what is it? Yeah, Friday. Uh, Most of these good intentions will already be lying in ruins, but it doesn't really matter, of course, because anyone with any sense keeps that sort of shit very much to themselves, and uh, nobody but they know how badly they have failed. There are, however, those unfortunate souls whose New Year goals were somewhat more than the idle musings of minds rendered torpid by appalling quantities of seasonal tipples and turducken, or whatever nightmarish chimera is currently de rigueur for the carnivorously inclined, and were spoken aloud. Even these, mind you, tend to be looked on with a measure of indulgent sympathy. It is, after all, easily done. People get to talking big after a few sherries, and the next thing you know, it's I'm going to give up smoking this. I'm going to make this the year I buy one of those partwork model kits every month and finish that life-sized R2-D2 that. And I will do a podcast this year, you'll see. And there'll be a song at the end of every episode, you fuck stump the other. So, to some extent, everyone knows it's just empty words and nobody is held particularly to account should they come up short by early February. Of course, not everybody has that luxury. Those, for example, who choose to set out their New Year's resolutions in a room packed with reporters and representatives of the business community might reasonably be expect that any predictions, projections or promises they might make under such circumstances could very well find the subject of said predictions, projections or promises being broached further on down time's long highway should, as could conceivably happen, they fail dismally to come anywhere close to coming up with the goods. Such a person, of course, is our very own Prime Minister, Mr Rishi Sunak. Critics might, maybe preemptively, say that by making this ballsy move, the erstwhile darling of the furloughed classes could possibly have been quaffing gallons of hubris along with his festive port. But I would suggest that that's a somewhat negative and dismissive view and that they don't know our Rishi. You see, cats and kittens, while lesser mortals, you or I say, might occasionally drop that sort of brick, Mr Sunak has undoubtedly shown himself to be a polished homme du monde, the sort of suave cove who negotiates this wicked and weary world with a grace and a clat that is as rare as it is wondrous to behold. 
One only has to think back to the smoothness with which he conducted a lively conversation about business matters with a homeless gentleman to know that the PM is a lad with his finger on the pulse, a lad who runs as on oiled rails through any social situation. In short, he knows how to deal with and appeal to the British public as only a bespectacled pencil-neck geek that suggests more maths homework for everybody can. Thus, we have his five pledges. Cast iron assurances that will apparently not only deliver peace of mind to the electorate, but will deliver a better future to our children and grandchildren. Hmm, I might have said successive generations myself. It smacks less of short-term thinking and suggests that there are grounds for hope that the world has more than two generations left in it, but I expect he knows what he's doing. Anyway, shall we take a look at them? For a kick-off, he claimed that the government will halve inflation this year to ease the cost of living and give people financial security. Well, it's certainly a strong opener, ain't it? Really grabs you. How will it be done? He doesn't say. But even given that there have been indications recently that energy prices, a primary cause of inflation, are set to fall somewhat this year, it still seems like a tall order. One that may very well involve some sort of hyper-mathematical calculations that we'd all understand better if only we'd studied maths until we were 18. In any event, we shall see. And as I say, you've got to commend him for starting big. You don't open a set with a minor album track, that's for damn sure. Second cab off the rank. We will grow the economy, creating better paid jobs and opportunity throughout the country. Now, you see here, he may have made something of a floater. Quite aside from the fact that he's essentially playing a cover, after all, which government hasn't made that promise before, there's very little for the audience to get their teeth into. Even in an age of sound bites, this seems a little thin on details. Perhaps it's one of those, you like eating sausages but you don't want to know how they're made situations, where the specifics might prove unpalatable to many. It seems unlikely, but even in the unimpeachable world of politics, such tactics have, oh, if only when absolutely necessary, of course, been used before. Really hard to say, eh what? Coming in at number three. We will ensure our national debt is falling so that we can secure the future of our public services. Another timeless classic of which many audiences can't get enough. As trite and predictable as Sinatra's singing my way and... Ah, every bit as convincing. He really should have consulted even the lowliest of gigging performers when putting together his set list. Now would have been the time for an obscure album track. While people may not like it, at least it would have had been something they hadn't heard before, and yeah, it would have had at least the sheen of novelty about it. It might sound a little better if it wasn't being performed against the backdrop of public sector strikes and militant government rhetoric about refusing to negotiate with workers who claim they're being shat on from monumental heights. But, just a thought. The home stretch now. NHS waiting lists will fall and people will get the cure they need more quickly. A surprise comedy number there. Because, after all, these troubled times do, if nothing else, sharpen the punter's appetite for a good old chortle, do they not? Mind you, if recent figures and hospital horror stories are to be believed, this one might be in with a shout at working out well. If for no other reason, then it's hard to imagine waiting lists getting any longer, unless health trusts issue a directive compelling doctors and nurses to work in boxing gloves. Now, the grand finale. 
We will pass new laws to stop small boats, making sure that if you come to this country illegally, you are detained and removed. Boom! One for the fans to close the show. Textbook stuff. Now, it's just possible that Mr S means that with the future of public services assured, the system will work efficiently and the humane and expeditious processing of asylum claims will mean that people aren't languishing in rat-infested shitholes for several months at a time and people won't be able to bitch about foreigners living it up in five-star hotels where they are naturally granted full minibar privileges and round-the-clock room service courtesy of the taxpayer thus removing both the inhumanity from the whole situation and the cause of a groundswell of unjustified racist twaddle from public discourse. Possible, but unlikely. His refusal to actually use words like immigrants, asylum seekers, or even people, will be commended by the party faithful. Yeah, just call them small boats. If you do that, everyone will know what you mean without anyone having to think of them as human beings. Let me ask an expert here. Hey, Arkham, uh, was that a dog whistle? Or am I doing old Rishi an unpardonable disservice? Yeah, well, he didn't say anything. He rarely does. But his pricked up ears and wise old eyes speak volumes. What then are we to make of it all? Is the PM sincere in setting out his objectives and insisting that his administration be judged on his success or otherwise? Or is it merely a pithy fuck you from a government that knows it's pretty much on its last knockings and that they'll be out on their collective arse ere too long, so in any event, it doesn't really matter? Well, it's not for me to say, is it? I am, after all, just a podcaster. And on that note, let me just say how glad Arkham and I are to be here again in our happy place, spirits momentarily soothed by birdsong and the babbling brook, And we're both fearfully chuffed to be reconnecting with our podcast pals in 2023. Remember that the views expressed herein are wholly my own and should be used for entertainment purposes only. All quotes are taken directly from reputable media sources, for what that's worth. And if you'd like to get in touch, shoot an email to discontentprovider at gmx.co.uk. And we'll see you all next week. Download us from your usual podcast nexuses. Was it next I? I'm really not sure. And shove us in your pocket. Here, as promised, is a song. Cheerio. Stretches before us There are spots of hope Like that wayward us. He's safely out at sea And he's headed back home But we're stuck here And we're fucked Never has our country Been more hopelessly divided Rarely have more worthless Leaders been provided 3pm's a year There fly by night And each one lurches Further to the right Now in 2023 we've got a clean slate And a brand new set of policies to make Britain great 
Chris, she has a plan to lift us out of the mire To pull our chestnuts out of the fire So let's approach the future with a bit of optimism The PM's making speeches, outlining his position Will he make things better for the likes of you and me? Strapping cats and kittens, we'll see a pie-crust promise is easily broken Mary Poppins said so and the lady wasn't joking Has he got the competence or any sincerity Or is he just taking the piss? He says he's got a strategy to tackle inflation Heal the economy and handle immigration He didn't really tell us how it's going to be done He just said, oh it'll happen, what fun! His plans are founded on a sound and solid basis Practical, responsible and only slightly racist He knows the public sector's future is assured When the cancer of the unions is cured Cross your fingers, it'll only work if you believe Just give up your rights, give the government room to breathe It's gonna take some magic pulled out from a wizard's sleeve But all he's got sir, Jeremy Hunt Five pillars of bullshit can't prop up a falling roof Especially when erected without ethics or the truth It's all a mere trifle to a multi-millionaire Who's covered either way and don't care He knows that when it goes tits up the faithful won't be cursing him But rather workers who want decent pay for working He and all his pals will be out in 24 With plum job offers piled up by the door it makes you wonder why he bothers with the whole charade But you've got to play the game, it really isn't hard Soon he'll be a peer draped in honours and in ermine So he grits his teeth and placates the vermin Take no action, use detraction, they've got shit for brains Scapegoat the EU and blame the war in the Ukraine And meanwhile just pile on more poverty and fear And wish them all a happy new year Oh yes! Wish them all a happy new year!